Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you wouldn't mind hitting the like and subscribe button, we have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Let's get into it. It was at this moment that he knew he bucked up. Now he fucked up! 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 Now you have fucked up! I was really honored when you reached out because, as I said, I have been a fan for like... A really long time, man. Yeah, that's crazy, man. No, I appreciate that, man. No, thank you for having me. Of course. Where is that out? Where is that out of table? Lot? I couldn't find it anywhere. Do you know what? I took it off. I took it off all the, the streaming services. Um, I just thought, you know what? I, t- I took a bunch of shit off, off all the streaming services recently. Um, just because I thought it was a bit old. So, yeah, yeah. But, bro, if you need a copy, I'll send it. You don't worry. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. That's so funny that you see that as like old because that to me is like a classic album that that's I that's crazy. What what year was that? I think it was like 20, 2014 or something. Yeah, twenty fourteen. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so I, I think like anything from about twenty sixteen, before twenty sixteen, I kind of took off. But yeah, I, so I've been speaking to Top Kong recently, actually, and I'm actually doing uh. The second How to Tame Lions with uh, with Leaf Dog. So we're doing a volume two. We're about seven or eight songs in already. Oh. Um, and I, I was going to put that out with Tough Kong. And I was going to actually get them to um, speak to them about re- doing a reissue and doing the, the first one on vinyl. So, yeah, it should see. It should see. Uh, that's uh, uh, what, what about your music post 20? I mean, that's when uh, but it, Malbec came out, but why did you take? Why is that stuff like too old to you? I, you know what, I just thought it didn't pre- represent me in a in 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 the right light. I just sound like a different artist. That's why. Mm, okay, because I remember when I first heard that. That's before I'm a stand up comedian. I have no like basis in rap yeah. music other than it just kind of the podcast taking off. But I would just dig and find artists. And when I found you, I was like, damn, this is a completely a different sound than anything I had heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that 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 one I was like in between, oh, shall I, shall I not? But most of the other shit, it was just like, I think, you know, when I did when I did the Lions joint, that was more so like kind of like the transition of the artist that I am now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that How was like... to that? Bro, I mean, I don't, shit, you know what? I think, I think like the sound of like the rap music that I was listening to was changing. And I just got influenced by, I think, just the sound of music then. Do you know what I mean? And that's, that's how I started kind of like changing my sound and just tailoring it different. Do you know what I mean? No, I do feel it. It's funny because I was, uh, did, did you produce that, that album, How to Tame Life? No, no, no! It was a it was a it was a guy called Leaf Dog. Oh, so he's producing the second one too. All right, I yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's not many interviews I feel like that I could find of you out. And I was watching one, and they were saying that you produced just because like you couldn't really, you know, get what you wanted out of producers. So I, that's yeah. because I, I was like, damn, because. Now you're like a, a a known producer producing for so many huge artists. You just had the album with Dash come out and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't start really producing till maybe. I mean, I produced some of Malbec, 
But it was after I produced Malbec. It was really the purist who was like, yo, you just need to start doing your own beats. You're sitting on all these beats anyway, and like you do this and that. Why don't you just start producing for people? So it was really, it was really, um, it was really him that kind of just put the battery in my back for that. Yeah. So what did you, you were saying that the sound of music that you were listening to changed and then that changed? I mean, I mean, to be honest, bro, uh, I think it was around the time, like, like, you know, I, I like a lot of people who are doing it now. And, you know, the, the influence is kind of time when, you know, rock was dropping, reloaded and all that sort of shit. And like, you know, he, he influenced a whole, like a, you know, a whole bunch of us, do you know what I mean? And that kind of just made me go, oh, you know, let me fuck with this sort of sound. And also, like, I like, you know, doing chopping up the, just like looping shit, do you know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. I'm not really an MP guy and like, you know. No, I'm but you a, have a great ear for samples. Like, you always pick some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like, it started, how it started was, I was just, um, the beats that I make, mo- mostly, especially back then, when I was making, I was like, yo, I'm making it. Can I rap on it? Would I sound good rapping on it? If I sound good rapping on it, then someone else will sound good rapping on it. So that was where that came from, really. And it's funny because uh, Malbec, you have Heem on there and West Side Gun, which I always I even when that came out, I was like, damn, that's the uh, the craziest combo of features on the album, because I've had Cool AD on the podcast. I love Das Racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had yeah. Conway on. Like, I love Griselda. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, Westside Gun, he hadn't really done many features at that time. Oh, he hadn't. So, like, we, but I I got, I had the link to him because Dope was putting out all his shit. And then my guys. So, I had, I had the link to, to Westside Gun through that. Uh, Heems, Heems was just, Heems was, uh, he was always around, like, when he used to come to England, he used to come and check me and whatever. So I knew him from, from you know, before. And we'd always talked about doing some records. So that that was that was a deal with him. Um, I had Quelle Chris on there. Yeah, shout um, out. His new album was great. Shout out Quelle Chris. He's in London right now, actually. He's he's doing a, he's doing a show with my boy, uh, NTS Radio, later on today. I just spoke to him earlier today, and he was saying, oh, you know, so yeah, I'm I, I trying to get some more working with Quelle as well. Um, who else did I have on there? I had Dash on there, yeah. Dash, Dash was yeah. on there as well, yeah, yeah. So it's all kind of coming back full circle. Total. So what was? So you were rapping, of, of course, before that, but in 2016 you started to take yourself like more seriously as an artist. You'd say. Yeah, I mean, in 2016, uh, I put out the Malbec joint with Dope, and you know yeah. the shit so- the shit sold out on day one, and uh, that kind of made me go, "All right, cool, I'm gonna just try this, you know, full time." And I've been really, I've been, you know, doing music full time since then. Before that, like I was just juggling, like you know, a bunch of different things I was doing. Yeah, but it must take a lot to get to that point to get to a point to sell out a record day one. I mean, look at the features you had on there. Look at the quality of that. And that's why I'm saying, like, I was a fan two years before that. So that's why I'm like, oh, shit, that's because I'm always. I'm like obsessed with the idea of when someone like makes the decision in their life to like take what they're doing seriously, you know? Yeah, I mean, I you know, what, bro, I took I took it serious, but I wasn't so sure that um. I'll be able to make a, earn a living out of it. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. So that's really what it was. Like this, I took the shit serious from like I, I was putting out I put my first record out in 2005. So that's like, you know, yeah, well, that's nearly, nearly, you know, nearly 20 years ago or whatever. So but people put, don't want to put in that effort, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to do this. You know, I mean, this 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 was the this was the long long term um you know goal, but I just didn't think it was possible until until I put out the Malbec record and it sold out and I was like, all right, cool. And that's eleven it's years after your first project. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you think it was gonna take that long to like be I you know I, I didn't know even I didn't think it was gonna happen. I just thought oh I'm just gonna carry on doing this. I didn't think this was gonna happen. You know what I mean? I I I never because especially where I'm from and especially where you know UK rap music was and the lane that I was in and all that, you know, I didn't think that I'd be able to do this, you know. Um, on this scale because it just wasn't it's just not really it's not even really the done thing do you know what i mean i know now that the doors are a lot more open yeah. and especially with different genres of music and culture you know crossing over each other and all that shit so you know now there's a lot more going on and you know a lot more opportunities but where where i'm from and where you know where i come up was there wasn't like these sort of opportunities and this wasn't a real realistic thing that happens to people like me you know what i mean but in the back of your, I mean, I do, I do totally know what you. In, in, in the back of my head, I thought, yeah, head, uh, yeah, must have been yeah. a voice that kept you going. That yeah, 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 because I knew I was nice, so I was like, yo, one day, like you know. But but also like when I when I decided to do it full time, and I started just you know making a lot more records, what I realized was you know if you something you do something every single day, you just get better and better at it. And when I wasn't doing it full time. It was like, you know, I'd go to studio a couple of times a week, you know, and when the records would happen, they would happen. I didn't really have a team behind me. You know, I had I had a bunch of guys with me, but, you know, we were all just on the same same journey and the same sort of level of experience, as it were. So, yeah. I, you know, once I, once I, you know, went full time and like, you know, got a bunch of people around me, you know, it was just makes it easier, isn't it? What did you think? What did you think you were going to be doing? Like, if you go back to 2005 and you look to where you're at right now, like, what did you think it was going to be your future? Shit, I just thought I was going to be working. I always had a, I had, so before I was doing this, I had my own business. So I, I used to be like, I used to, I was in, I was in property. I used to buy houses, fl- you know, do them up. Yeah. Rent them out, flats, flip them. I was just doing that and you know the money was cool as well so it wasn't really it wasn't really crazy motivation for me to go and start doing music because you know I was just doing this other shit and you know I was good but really you know I didn't want to be doing that I never wanted to be doing that it was just something that I kind of fell into and you were saying that like just going more and like take it because People don't you started a business and I haven't, so I don't know, but I'm guessing you're not making money right off the bat when you're starting. Of course, you have to invest a lot into yeah, it. Man. And hopefully yeah. the returns come back. And people don't think about that with their are people even think with me, like when I travel, I'm getting paid for it when really it's out of pocket. Like I'm just doing it yeah. to try to get more opportunities. Bro, do you know, I just I, I don't even know how true it is, but I just read something yesterday on the gram. 
And it was like DJ Khaled basically saying he didn't he didn't really make a hit record till he was 40. And he was saying up until he was about 40, he was just working for free. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And that's like, obviously, that's a different, different type of level. But it is crazy, you know. But I like, even now, I still do a bunch of shit for free. Just A, for the opportunity and B, because, you know, it is what it is. Especially like with some people that I work with who are on the come up and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't be I don't be like pressing them for crazy money because I know that you know it's all about like building relationships as well in it like a lot of the relationships I was building back then some of the people are still with me now and they're doing major things so you know it might not the relationship and or the, or the what you're getting out of it might not be what you want at you know at the start but it all pays off and you shouldn't like I don't even it's just cool to be able to build your network of people and work like, yeah, man, like I could people offer me money to come on the podcast, but I turn it down because I don't like their music. Yeah. I only want to talk to people that I want to talk to or that will reflect that, I like. that will reflect because you know, you know what, when, when you're, when you're looking at your podcast now in, in 10 years time and you look back on all the earlier shit you'll be able to you'll be able to look look back at it proudly you know what i'm saying you'll be able yeah. to look back at it like shit i did it how i wanted to do it you know what i mean and that's i say all that to say that's how i see you because i've listened to all your projects since i became a fan of you but it's now I went back and I re-listened to the ones I hadn't listened to in a long time or just, you know, and I was like, Oh, you really, I feel like cared about the craft and what you were releasing. There isn't a lot of bullshit. Nah, yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head, bro. You're you're hundred percent right. It was, it was really all about the music. Cause you know what? Like I, I never even really tried to do any other shit. Like, like as far as even the music, like I'm not saying, Oh, you know, I could have had a commercial record or whatever, but I never even tried to do none of that shit because I didn't really, this is what I wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, um, I'm just, I'm just lucky, not lucky, but you know, cause it was a lot of hard work, but you know, I'm lucky to be in a position where it's paid off. And it should, if you have the kind of blind faith in what you're doing, or you listen to that voice in the back of your head that tells yeah. you, oh, no, if you just cut through the bullshit, you actually can't make it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I did have blind faith. I always knew some somehow, some way <laughs> it would be okay. But, you know, it really, it really took up until I, I dropped Malbec for me to go, for me to have, for me to have non-blind faith. Up until then it was blind faith. Yeah. Once I dropped that and I, and I realized, oh, you know, I can, I can, I sold a record, you know, we, what we sold like 500 records in an hour. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, if, if, if that means the market's out there, and from then, I was just like, all right, cool. I'm just going to work. What was that feeling like? Because you said you didn't expect it to sell out like that. When you saw it, what was? Bro, I mean, it just rest- it restored my faith in what I was doing. Because I was, I, 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 you know, I kind of like, you know, maybe if Malbec hadn't, if Malbec hadn't gone well, I would have possibly not been releasing records now. If that had been a flop, I, I, I possibly would have just like, I would I would be a lot lot less active, you know, maybe like one record a year or something like that. Did you 
Did you think it was going to flop? I don't know, because up and up until up until then, um, my records had just been like you know moving slowly, you know, and yeah, I I, I didn't really know. I didn't think it was going to flop, but I didn't, I didn't know it was going to go so well. And once it did go so well, that just made me go, okay, cool. You know what? I'm going to do this. And it is funny because that goes to the like you had dash on that record and you just put out a full project with him and it's yeah yeah um, yeah that's what i'm saying like that's six years circle. six years ago six, yeah yeah six years ago so you know yeah what um the are you are you a, this is such a weird question but it goes into the blind faith thing are you into psychedelics i know you yeah. you rap a little yeah, bit yeah. about it so but i didn't know yeah 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 no, yeah yeah I, 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 funnily enough i've been i've I done some microdosing this morning i've been microdosing recently for for the last for the last couple of weeks but yeah i love uh, yeah I, I fuck with psychedelics yeah How, tell me about the microdosing because i've done it but not at a consistent level. I'm more of like, a, I don't know, take two grams, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I like to get like super wavy. It's not just that I, I, I microdose. Only, um, only started microdosing maybe about two weeks ago. And it's been cool. It's been cool. It's like, um, it's like you, you know what? You can't even really feel it, but you know something's there. And for me, it kind of just like, you know, makes me less mad at the world. <laughs> if, 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 I, if i'm microdosing i'm never in a bad mood that's what it is yeah if i'm microdosing i don't really get in a bad mood or get angry how much do you, you take know? um do you know what i can't i don't even know how much the microdose is so basically my brother with my, my my younger brother he was microdosing he was telling me yo you need to do it so i got me and my girl on it but he just like he gets them off the, the dark web or whatever but he uh he just uh just got me like these little capsules and he was like take like four th- Take between three and five of them per microdose, and I do it for like two days, and then the third day off, then I do another two days, third day off. But yeah, I find as well like if I've been going crazy, like you know, been out three days without no sleep or whatever, you know, just been running around doing mad shit. If I'm like when I go to sleep and wake up the next day, you know, you feel like shit. Pop a few of them, and you're good, man. You don't have no hangover, no nothing. Life is good. Yeah, that's actually. You know what? I might I might have to try that because my schedule has been crazy recently. Like I literally just got back from a festival last night and then, you know, it feel it's only 10:30 in the morning this morning. I, yeah, I, bro, I, you know I, if you if yeah, if you'd popped a few of them, yeah. you'd be like, yo, you know, it just you know like when you've got a hangover when you've been out drinking Not all night totally, and the yeah. next morning you wake up fucked and it takes you you know, especially like older you get, it takes you a day to just fucking recover. With this shit, you 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 forget that you was out drinking last night. That's see, I, the last trip I took, it was like I don't have bad trips, but it was like in quotation. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no bad trips because you always learn something. You have, what? What's, well, you ever had a bad trip? Not really. I was in New York City, and I took maybe like three grams or something. Nothing crazy. And yeah. I went to a comedy show and I had, I started getting like, you know, hot, you know, and you're like, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. That. and I just walked around New York and thought about life for like four hours. I was like, damn, I've never had like shit like that. So I took a little bit of a break. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because I was yeah. going ham for a little bit. Is it? Yeah. You said, is it harder to get over there? Because I feel like, I mean, we don't have to. No, no. I mean, no, I'll talk about whatever, bro. I don't worry about that shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's not hard to get. No, it's not hard to get. Oh, I could probably get. I could probably get some shit sent over to you. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's crazy that like, and I'm from Massachusetts, um, and like part of uh Boston, like part of the city is legalizing mushrooms. So like, it's oh wow, in like part of the state. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, man. Because uh, it helps a lot. The blind faith thing, that was a long time ago in the conversation, but I went through a DMT trip and yeah. that gave me this like blind faith that ended up paying off. And I, I, that's the, I was wondering if you had ever done that. I've done DMT. The first time I smoked DMT was I was on tour in Australia. And this is like going back, I think it was like 2010. So I was on tour in Australia and um, we went, we went to, um, I went on to a radio show there. I went on to a radio show and um, afterwards, like this kid came up to me at the show at the radio station, I think. And he was like, uh, yo, I heard you talking about bad drugs and your raps, blah, blah, blah. Yo, if you need anything, I got you. So I was like, yo, can you get blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, he was going through a list of shit that he can get. And he went, DMT. And I went, yo, you can get DMT. And he went, yeah, I can get DMT. Because, you know, like I'd already, I already knew about this shit. I, my, my, one of my cousins, we used to do a lot of like, we used to make a lot of um, mushroom tea. And we used to, we used to do shrooms like that. But he always used to say to me, it's like, yo, if you if you come across mushroom uh, DMT, take it. They used to call it the businessman's acid <laughs> because it only lasts for, you know, half an hour or whatever, innit? They yeah, used to call yeah. it the, the businessman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they used to call it the businessman's acid. So like he was like, yo, if you ever if you ever find anyone with DMT, take that shit. So <laughs> as soon as he said it, I was like, oh boy, you can get DMT. And he was like, Yeah, cool. So so he uh next day I went to link him the next day and I went to his boys' yard. Went to his boys' yard now. His boys like this crazy like shaman. He's just come back from the Amazonian rainforest. And he's like, and 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 you know, I'm I was young then. I was like, yo, DMT shit, man. I was like, yo, is this shit like crack? Am I gonna be like tweaking out? <laughs> but then I was like, fuck it, I'll just do it. And yeah, it was a great experience, man. It was a great experience. You but broke you know what? Yeah, yeah, I broke through. I broke through on the first hit. I broke through on the first hit, bro. And you know, I I came I came back home like wanting to tell everyone about DMT. I wanted to tell all my friends. I was like, "Yo, you need to try this shit." But yeah, it was it was. That it showed me how. It, go on, go on. No, no. What were you saying? It, it showed me you. how. It showed me how strong, like the whole world of psychedelics are. Because up until then, you know, I'd done I'd done some shit, but. Doing doing that DMT then was like, yo, there's a whole next world out there. And you gotta be careful where you tread. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I um the first time I did it, I, I broke through shaman and all, and it like yeah. changed a lot of shit for me. Like it made me like take myself seriously because 
even for people who don't aren't i talk about how like i had like a spiritual experience but even if it's not it's like a near-death experience kind of like changes your perspective on it but you're right i wanted to tell everyone about it for like (laughs) a year and then i don't know it, it it doesn't wear off but then you're like damn half these people think i'm a crazy person yeah bro like- yeah it's true. yo but you know like when i when i was telling people these and this was back in you know what 13 14 years ago um now fucking everyone's doing it yeah it's like popular but, like you hear like yeah, celebrities say yeah, they bro, do like- I, I got i got friends that make that shit yeah my, my boy i just put out like you know he was telling me how I can't even remember how he does it, but he was just telling me exactly how to make it. He was like, Sonny, it's easy. I was like, yo, yeah, maybe. But, you know, everyone, like, you know, I, I seen someone at a show the other day. They were smoking DMT in a vape pen. That So that, the last time I did it, I was do, I was at, uh, you know who Danny Brown is? The rapper, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I was, he has this big, like, festival on thanksgiving in the united states it's like danny brown's bruiser thanksgiving okay and, um i was invited to go out and there was this dude who had a dmt pen and i was already on like an eighth of mushrooms yeah and i was like shit i can do fucking dmt with danny brown right now yeah like, yeah yeah but when you, you hit it yeah yeah i but yeah. when you do it at a concert like with a in a pen it's funny, my boy was like, you're about to feel great, and then the come down's horrible. Oh, really? I never had a bad come down from it, but that come down, you felt like existential, like, what am I doing yeah, here? What's yeah, going yeah. on? It was yeah. so funny. And yeah, Danny ended crazy. up, like, forgetting some of his lyrics because he was coming down from it. Bro, you know, like, when, when I hear about, you know, people doing mushrooms and doing all sorts of drugs and then going and rapping... I'm like, how the fuck do they remember shit? Because I can't like, I find it difficult just to remember lyrics when I'm when I'm doing live shows. Anyway, yeah. I'm gonna be plugged in properly to to like remember the shit. But um, when motherfuckers be on mushrooms, I'm like, how do they remember them lyrics, man? Do you see people are always like, you think? I don't know. I would think comedians smoked like rappers smoke. I smoke a lot of weed. I can't because I'm in the studio right now. Yeah. But like right before I smoked a fucking it's a gram and a half joint. But people are like, how do you smoke before you go on stage? And it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter to me. That's just a normal. Yeah, no, I mean, thing. I mean, when it's when it's something like weed, weed is just I, I smoke a lot, too. So I, I smoke first thing in the morning. Yeah. So, so, you know, weed don't really make no difference. Even, you know, I, I can be like, you know, I have a few drinks, whatever, but. If it was psychedelics, I don't know how I'd remember my lyrics. Have Maybe you I should just try it once. Yeah. I've done well, stand-up. I, I hosted... Uh, I got booked to do this, like, arts and music festival host. And then I got there, and it turned out it was a hallucinogen festival. Wow. Okay. So, like, I <laughs> I had to host the whole festival, like, tripping and shit. And that was... Yeah, a, I mean, yeah. that's the, I, If, if any time you can do it, that's the time, in it? It feels good. Until yeah. the silence, the silence just feels really yeah. long, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah, you ever yeah. had a bad trip? You asked me. So yeah, so uh, I I only had a bad trip once, but I don't even know how bad of a trip it was. So uh, um, I was in Amsterdam, and we bought some we bought some uh, fucking it's not uh, what a what a philosopher's is a philosopher's stone. 
Yeah. So they've got uh-huh. these little truffles called Philosopher's Stone there, the, the mushroom truffles. And we bought a bunch of them, me and my two mates. And uh, and um, and I remember walking around Amsterdam going, oh, you know, I want to buy some new shoes. So I bought a pair of, I remember a pair of Nike Wally Waffles and I put them on. And so I'm walking around Amsterdam. We just chilling. Anyway, when we got back to the flat, we got back to the flat and um, I was I, I was tripping my head off. And for some reason, I thought to myself, yo, these trainers ain't, they ain't comfortable enough. So I need to like wear them in. And like we had, a, the flat was like really long. The hallway was like real long to the front door. And I just start, I don't know why I must, you know, I was off my head. And I just started running from like the room that we were at to the fucking front door because I was trying to wear the trainers in and make them comfy. But I must have passed out at some point. And I just remember my boys, just two of them just standing over me, just like splashing water on my head, like, yo, wake up, wake up, one of these ones. So I don't even remember if it was a bad trip or not. I just remember waking up and going, yo, what the fuck? And I was like, yo, what happened? And they were like, yo, don't don't worry about it. So they didn't even tell me. So I'm presuming something crazy must have happened. But that's, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 apart from that, no, I, I never had a bad trip. Thank yeah, I don't me. think I ever, I don't think I ever, <laughs> like, bl- did anything crazy like that. Like, yeah. blacked out or hurt myself or anything. Yeah, like yeah. Um, damn. I was going <laughs> to get, like, I went to this nice-ass restaurant tripping, and that's, do, do you rap about food? Do, do you cook or do you, are you just a, a enjoyer of? So uh, I, I cook a couple things real good, but that's it. Like I know how to like make a, a great oxtail stew. Okay. I, I know how to make like a great beef ragu. Um, and I know how to make a great steak and that's about it. My girl is a great, great cook. So she handles all that, but I like to go out and eat. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, have like a, a best meal you've ever had? Boy. Nah, do you know what? Like best my best meals, my best meals always like one spot when I go. So I live in London now, but when I go back home to Birmingham, um, there's an Indian restaurant that I go to and I order this one lamb curry that's it's not even on the menu, but that they've been cooking for me for years. And like that, that for me. Like every time I go back to Birmingham, that's the first meal I eat. Like it's a nice, fancy restaurant. I ain't even gonna say the name of the restaurant. So I ain't gonna let people, <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna blow, blow it up like that. But, but every time I go back, that's that's the spot that I go to, and I feel like that's that's the best meal for me over and over again. Mm. Have you? When's the last time you've been over in America? Um, it was uh, it was in. It was in, uh, I think, 2016. Yeah, it was about six years ago. That's um, wild. Was, yeah, man. Well, so I, I wanted to come back. I wanted to come back to America. I was supposed to, because I've done a joint with Primo um, recently that we're dropping in September. And me and Primo was going to get in the studio together. We had a couple of sessions booked in. And then Corona came. And, went, and you know, that just kind of fucked it all up, basically. So... I is that also that um oh wait i have it the uh the white girl wasted album yeah 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 because yeah. that i was gonna ask about like when that was first of september we just we just um signed the deal with the distro people a couple of days ago and we yeah congratulations thank you bro yeah we we just um yeah we just started getting the ball rolling uh we wanted like a good good lead time to you know 
get everything in place and made sure we do it properly. So yeah, first of September, that's dropping. But you had been sitting on that for a little bit. Yeah, I've been sitting on it for a minute, man. Is how we, is it hard we, sitting we, on an album like that? Because the track yeah. is crazy. Bro, do you know what? I, I Honestly, with that album, like, because I've been doing all this other work, I kind of just forgot about it because <laughs> it was fin- it was finished a while back. It was finished, like, like last year. But, wow. you know, yeah. So, you know, we, 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 we had the Doomverse for a minute. You know, this, this was, we had the Doomverse way before he passed, like, you know, a good couple of years before he passed. R.I.P. Doom. So, R.I.P. Doom. So, yeah, you know, um, it's it's not been hard uh, just having it sitting there and because, you know, I knew that it was coming out and I knew that it was more so, you know, we get everything right. So we're just shooting the videos right now. Um, we're, we're doing a, a video for the Madlib joint, a, a video for the Doom joint. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Now, now that we started the process... And I'm going, oh, shit, this is actually going to come out. And oh, shit, you know, it's about to be on. But yeah. How did you you forgot? How did you forget about an album? Because like- I just got so much other shit I'm working on. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, um, yeah, yeah. And also, like, as far as, like, bankrolling the whole thing, like, that that was where, you know, a lot of, a lot of, um, just a lot of time, effort, and money has gone into. So, you know, it was kind of like right, when we do it. Worth it, yeah. Yeah, and when we do it, we do it. And it was also, you know, finding the money for certain things and just all that sort of shit, you know. It was just um, it was just a different level to the rest of the shit that I'm working on. And th- see, that's something that I did. Another thing I didn't realize until, like, get, starting the interviews is, like, it takes different projects take different time. Like you can release a bunch of projects, but have to sit on this one and work on this one perfectly to get it right. And I think that's something that I was ignorant to, but it makes sense when you really think about it because you're going to market that one differently than something else. Yeah. And also like, especially because a lot of my shit is like collaborations and that. Um, Sometimes you got to fit into other people's schedules as well. Yeah. you know, uh, my, my best way of dealing with that has just been uh, just keep working, just keep working. And just every, just in the back of your mind, know that everything will come out like like a lot it's of the time, especially like we we're talking about. Yeah. 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 Fully. Like a lot of the time when, uh, you know, I'll have people go, oh, you know, you're, you're doing too much, like slow, slow down. You know, you're putting out records too fast and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, fuck it. If the people are buying the records and they're consuming the music and they're, you know, why not? That's... uh, Are people actually saying that to you or do you feel like that's just like... uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've had people who are just kind of, you know, know, been looking after certain situations of mine. And they've gone, no, you know, it might, might, might be a good idea to just slow everything down and just, because the one thing we do suffer from now, you know, with music in general is, um, you know, it's easy for your shit to get skipped. Let's say a big release comes out or whatever. And, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's because there's so much music coming out from everyone. It's easy for shit to just go under the radar. And like, especially with the white gold wasted shit, that's one thing I didn't want. You know, I weren't going to let that happen. So that's why, you know, we've been sitting on it, waiting until we got everything right. Um, 
get the videos yeah 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 i um i don't know what's happening to my zoom real quick i'm sorry let me just it's saying oh, no, my, uh, it's just gonna be one second yeah no worries uh that's so weird it's so fun <laughs> i haven't done a um a zoom interview in so long i've just been on the road oh really so yeah. this, is the two, this, this is the 200th episode, is it? Yeah, this is the 200th episode. I didn't. Yeah, that's sick, man. I didn't know you'd done that many, bro. Yeah, it's been in two in two years. Uh, I did. Wow, you've done 200 in two years. Yeah. And it's Fucking funny, up. you want to know you, something man. totally coincidental that I didn't even, I just realized it like when we scheduled this, was my 100th episode was with Vic. Oh, shit. Nice. I just thought that was like, oh, that's such a funny little coincidence. And I had done his through Zoom, but okay. I had never, uh, I was just out in Chicago and I finally met him in person. Yeah, that's the homie, man. That's my guy. Yeah, what is, sorry about this. Yeah, don't worry, bro. I'm here. So have they made weed legal over there? Yeah, it depends on the state, but pretty much everywhere. Yeah, you can smoke pretty much anywhere. Is it yeah, tough over crazy. there? I was just talking to like some of because uh, Griselda was just over there and they're saying it's a little bit stricter in the cities. I mean, it's still illegal here, but if you just got a small bit of weed on you, no one's really going to no, yeah, no one's really no one's really going to if the police catch you with a small bit of weed. They either make you just destroy it in front of them or they just take it off you. But like but you can like smoke walking down the street. Yeah, I mean I smoke everywhere I go, but you See, know, that's like, how I am. I just smoke, so that was like Yeah, I mean Yeah, you know, I think that they ain't really the police know what's up in it. They ain't really trying to fucking arrest someone for a little little piece of weed, but you know, yeah. if you've got a big amount on you, then, yeah, no, you can still get in trouble for a big amount. But I think it's like, so if, you know, if you've got less than about 16 plants and, uh, you know, you get caught doing a grow for, like, less than about 16 plants, you usually just get a fine and shit. It's not... It Do you like grow? Gonna, I mean, yeah, we've been doing that. Hey, guys, this episode is sponsored by Dope Rapper and good homie of mine, Fast Life Wooly, out of Philly, Pennsylvania. He actually uh, just dropped his debut project, John the Baptist, which has some dope tracks produced by, like, Camouflage Monk, Nomsk, some dope artists. Uh, there's 13 tracks on it. Uh, he has visuals from people like New Vegas Films. And uh, it's really just a project worth checking out. Huey P. Art did the album cover, too. Um, you can find it wherever you go to get your music. And you can find out more about Fast Life Wooly at FastLifeWoolyOfficial.com. Let's get back into it. It's just such a natural go to your phone first thing. You know, I just realized I yeah. was so anxious when I because I was like, what happened overnight that I was going to miss? Like, or what happened? that like, what? <laughs> so I'm always like, all right, if I meditate first, then at least I'll be calm for people listening. 
I don't know why, but my broke ass didn't pay for the Zoom bill or something. So it ended the recording early and I had to like buy Zoom so they could let me record over an oh, hour. Shit. Wow. I know, so dumb. <laughs> and of course, it was right when we were talking about uh, the white girl wasted like. So people listening are probably like, Sam seemed like he was having a panic attack in the last <laughs> ten minutes of that. So, so what does does this go? Does this go live um, live with the video as well, or it's just with the? Audio? It'll be video and audio, but a lot of people just listen to it. But I gotcha. put the video up too um, on YouTube and everything. Um. But yeah, I, it's so that was the worst timing for it to cut out because I was re I really am interested in that album. And we were talking about why it had like taken a little bit to come out. Um, yeah. And also just everything, every person on that album. It's just crazy that you got that all to come together. How did you link with every I mean, uh, Jay, Jay Electronica, MF Doom, Mad Lib. Uh, yeah. Bro, honestly, we... Um you know, uh, it was it was easy. I ain't even gonna front. It was easy. It was just like, you know, we know someone who knows everyone in it. So yeah, like you, the thing is, you be in the, you be in whatever industry you're in. If you be in it for twenty years, you just end up knowing someone who knows whoever you're trying to get hold of. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't really that hard getting hold of anyone. The J one was probably the most, um, the most, the most random one uh, um, because we didn't really know anyone. We were we we weren't even trying to get J on there. We were trying to get someone else on there, and then when that fell through, it was like, oh, boom! And like what Purist was saying to, he's like, who do you want to get on the record? Like, if you could just, he was saying to me, if you could pick anyone to get on this record, who would you pick? And I went, yo, I, I picked Jay Electronica, man. If we, if I like, if I was, I didn't think we'd be able to get him. You know, it's Jay Electronica for fuck's sake. But we already had the Doom verse, and when we did reach out to Jay, and he heard the Doom verse, he was like, yo, Doom's my guy anyway. So yeah, let's do it. And um, yeah, it was it was pretty easy. Like he, he turned, yo, he he turned the verse in in like a couple of weeks. That's wild! Wow. Yeah. And you, you hear all these stories about, like, sorry to, sorry to. Oh, oh, oh. No, no. I want to hear what you were saying. I mean, you, you, you hear all these stories about, you know. I remember reading something about when Primo was Primo and Royce were trying to get the J Electronica verse, and they were saying, "Yo, it took a couple of years, and they didn't even think they were going to get it." And then Jay rang Royce, and he was like, "Yo, fast some four or five in the morning, said, yo, I got your verse for you.' Kicked it down the phone or whatever. It's like." We didn't really have a problem like that. We we got we got we got it got it from him pretty easy. That's why. And you said you had been sitting on the Doom verse for a while since before he had passed. Again, rest in peace. I think I, I but, think I think the Doom verse. Doom verse. I think was like 2019. 2019, we got the Doom verse. That's. The, the reason I say that again is the like waiting thing, because of course this is the perfect time. You, it all came together perfectly, but yeah. a lot of people would probably fumble it or rush the, rush the call and put it out on something yeah. that wasn't ready. Yeah. I mean, you know, the purist is a great producer. So like between me and him, you know, we, we got a lot of, uh, 
a lot of years in the game. So it was when it came down to we we knew we knew we knew what we were doing. Do you have like a um a grand plan after that? Like or do you just kind of like so I I I I got there's 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 two people who I want to go work with after after I put this out, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I don't want to say it just in case it don't happen. So, but yeah, there's there's there's, there's two projects that I want to do, and then I mean I you know I'm just gonna carry on working, bro. I just I love this shit. So I actually so. it's funny you don't want to say their names, and I'm not gonna pressure you to say it. But <laughs> there's two schools of thought in that thing about like ruining something about saying like saying it into the universe but also you hear people like say like no like saying it manifests it yeah no I, you know i, I mean I, I you know i kind of you know agree with all the manifesting shit you know say it whatever but um i'll tell I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who they are off off air no, no but, totally <laughs> totally yeah. but i i, I do always... get what you mean because i'm more in the school of thought where it's like don't share something until it's set in stone because so many times i've said something and then yeah. it doesn't go through and then you're just yeah. sitting looking like an asset you know what i yeah, mean yeah 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 i mean yeah no I, i'm similar like that until until i've until i've got what what it is because Yo, I was telling, like, when when we secured the Doom situation, I was telling some of my boys, yo, we got the fucking Doom verse, and they were looking at me crazy, like, yo, you ain't got it yet, like, you know, you ain't gonna get the Doom verse, like, you know, you're nice and all that, but you ain't gonna get the Doom verse. And then when it came in, you know, but I learned my lesson from that, like, you know, keep keep the shit to yourself until until you got it there, keep it to yourself, you know what I mean? Because don't nobody want to hear what you're gonna do. Yeah. How do you, I totally agree with, how do you feel like, so you were saying that, like people are like, that's not going to happen. And then you, and I don't mean to like harp on it, but you were saying like people like we're saying, oh, you're releasing too much music. How do you keep in your own lane? Like, how do you keep straight? Like, no, I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm on my right path. I, I'll tell you how, because I'm, when I make songs, I regularly get that feeling of, oh, this is nice. And if I feel like that, other people are going to feel like that. You know what I mean? I, or even when I write a verse, I don't even have to make the song yet. I, I write a lot. And so, like, I regularly look at I regularly look look at the verse and go shit. Where the fuck did that? You know, sometimes you just you just catch the fucking Holy Spirit in it. You don't even know how it happened. You know, you just and 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 when when that happens for me, I know I know when it happens. And I look I look at the the joy and I go yo, that shit's fire. And if it makes me feel like that, I know it's gonna make you know the people who buy my records feel like feel the same. Do you feel you say you write a lot? Do you wait for the feeling to write to come to you, or do you force yourself to sit down and write? Well, because I'm making projects all the time, I'm I'm I've got new beats all the time. Either I've made them, or people be sending me shit. Like you know, I got I must have about like maybe about fifteen projects that I'm sitting on that are pretty much finished. You say fifteen. 15 i'll probably probably i'm just being conservative with you bro i probably more i could tell you a list right now full projects full pro full projects <laughs> that i'm just sitting on because i just you know and it's not even like i'll be in the studio all day long i you know 
this shit, you know, you, you do you do it so much that it just becomes bread and butter. It just becomes like really easy. You know what I mean? Do you are those projects are some of them never going to see the light of day? Nah, so so this one thing, I don't start projects unless I know we're going to do this for real. It's all with people who are, you know, active themselves. And um, yeah, I'm not one of these guys who start a project and then it'll just it won't come out. Like the shit might take two, three years, whatever. But um, I always, I always finish. Like I always say, ninety-five percent of the shit that I take on, I, I finish it and see it, see it through, and make sure it sees the light of day. What, like, I like fifteen projects though. Like, would you do like a project a month? Like, what's the time frame? See, of see, see. Of- that's that's that, that's when coming back to like we were saying, oh. People be telling me to slow down. And that's part of the reason because they're like, yo, like, when's it going to stop? But I don't think it needs to stop. No, that's why I was asking if you have a plan. Cause like, I don't know if you I know. Have, I, or, I, have a, I have a loose plan. Yeah. I have a loose plan, but you know. The rapper um, Lee Lord put out like 12 pro- a project a month for a year. And yeah. like, I respected that heavy. And I, a lot of those projects are, mo- all those projects are amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you know, it's it's a, especially in the game now, people are just releasing a lot of music, you know. So you got to kind of keep up with the wave as well. Don't nobody want to hear you just put out one album. Actually, maybe I'm wrong. Look at Kendrick. Who knows? Yeah. Did you listen to that project? I haven't got to listening to it yet, but the reason I haven't, I just been I just been swamped in the last couple of weeks, and I feel like with that project, I want to sit down and listen to it properly from start to finish yeah that's that's how you have to do it and that's i really enjoyed it when i did that it's there's a couple songs i go back and play a lot but it was more just like as a piece i really liked it yeah yeah i i I feel like that that kind of um it'll probably it it probably deserves its own yeah just for for me to sit down and and absorb it like that but yeah I, i i don't really be listening to too much music like that anymore, do you know what I mean? And I feel like if I do listen to it, I've got to listen to that and I've got to listen to the new Pusha T. I haven't peeped that one yet. Mm. So what, you don't listen at all or do you, it's just kind of like that's the work side of it? Like, do you not listen yeah. to Yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't, um, I don't really, I don't really listen to much anymore because the only time when I really listen to music is if I'm in the car. Um, that's, Otherwise, when I'm in, when I'm at the crib, like my girl just has a TV on, so I don't really listen to music. Yeah, I got I got a studio at the crib, but uh, if I'm in the studio, I'm in the studio working. So yeah, you know, I don't really I don't really listen to much. But I mostly listen to music when when you know uh, people be around the studio and they just be showing me showing me new shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How did you get linked up? Cause you worked a lot with the, like you had your, the re another album that's not on uh streaming is the one with camo monk that I, I love. Is yeah. 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 Leather, uh, uh, money. Yeah. sofa. I loved that. Project. Yeah. Do you know what? We, we just, we just put the, um we just put the, the wax out with tough Kong for that. Um, I saw that. I saw that, but I was, I was wondering that's such a great project. 
Thank you, bro. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know what? It was, it was on, um, it was on streaming services. It was. Um, I know. I used to bump, uh, White like Kate Moss. Uh, that was, songs. I think that year. Yeah. Now nah, you know what? I, 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 yeah. So with that, I funnily enough, I, I hit Monk up recently, and I was like, "Yo, we need to, uh, we need to fix up some of the, just some of the, the." corrections on spotify and all that and the next thing i knew it was taken off there so i need to get back up with him and, and find out what's good with that did you link up th- with the buffalo rappers just through uh dope because you said you got the west side and then you had um that conway project yeah the conway shit was through dope it was actually um yeah con- the, the conway joint was through dope um more so with the uh the camouflage monk one. I think we was just talking, you know, online, and that's how that one popped off. But yeah, yeah. The it's fun. The um, it's funny that you said you hadn't been to America since like 2016. I think you said because I feel like you've gotten a lot done just through whether it be social media or like contact. That's wild. The amount of work you've been able to put in. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, now, especially like more recently, uh, when people come over here, you know, uh, they hit me up. So I get a lot of like American guys, you know. Yeah, you're about to do the show with Rome, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to do some music with him as well. I've been meaning to send him a pack. I just haven't got around to it yet. But yeah, I'm doing a show with him in a couple of weeks. Yeah, he's a great guy. He was a great he's a great guy. Big psychedelic guy, too. (laughs) <laughs> oh really yeah 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 I, 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 he, he's from england originally isn't he is he yeah 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 i'm very sure he's originally from england then he moved to the states or something because yeah that's what someone was telling me he was he's, oh he's, that's wild yeah yeah i mean i could be wrong but that's what someone was telling me yeah i was at the festival i was just at you were saying shows uh, Wiki was supposed to be there. Wiki was there, but I don't know if because of rain, but they canceled his performance. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I, I just done a show with Wiki. Um, I think, you know, it's like a month, month and a half ago now. We done a show with Wiki at a, a place out here in Camden called Jazz Cafe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was dope. He killed it. He's dope, man. Is there a good scene, scene out there that you can like thrive and do enough? Uh, um, there is, there is, but it's, uh, if it's like strictly, strictly rap, strictly rap, no, not really. But if you're like, you know, you make like all sorts of genres of music and like you do a bit of UK rap as well, then yeah, then there's like a big scene, then there's a big platform. But if it's like, what do you mean UK rap? <laughs> I don't mean well, to like... no, so it's like this, or so like a lot of the a lot of the um artists who so there's like some big artists popping in in England and they're rappers and they do if you look at their album, they'll have a few rap tunes on there, but then they'll also have like um a grime tune on there, or a couple of grime tunes on there, or like some bashment tunes or some afro beat or whatever, whatever. Hmm. But you know, with the type of shit we do, it's just straight like 10 songs of rap music, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so, you know, that's where the difference is. 
No, I, I do. I, I hear what you mean. Cause I, I think when I listen to some of those artists, I don't, I don't want to like name names to a fan, yeah. like, but it is like, Oh, this is like half of this is trying to be like commercial to a point yeah. that it's like not real anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of it's super real, but it's yeah. just still trying to be commercial as well. You know what I mean? So it's just like, um, yeah, it's a weird one, but for, for the sort of rap that, that, that I do and the sort of this sort of sound and this bag, uh, it's, you know, it's not, it's not, um, you know, the shows are, you know, maybe 500 capacity, thousand maybe max, you know, for, for they're for like, you know. Would you ever come to a tour over here? Yeah, of course, bro. I'm, 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 I'm hoping that once, um, once I put out the white girl wasted shit, I mean, I'm going to come over there anyway, uh, before the end of the year, I think maybe, um, maybe like September time. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. when the album releases. Yeah. So as soon as the album's dropped, I'm trying to come over there, um, and just, you know, do some shows and also just do a bunch of, um, I want to go up to like all the radio joints, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's one thing I really want to do because that's what I do in it, you know, and and that's what I prefer doing all that shit. So like I do shows and all that shit, but you know I prefer doing all these radio joints and just going up there and just bars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, so I'm really trying to just come out there and do a bunch of that shit. Where do you think your ideas come from? This is like you're a very where do you think you're right yeah i i won't explain it any more than that yeah um that's a mad question man um i like i like language and i like you know just that there's probably like a, a word for like the study of language but i like you know just just um yeah, just like language and like a lot of the shit, just you know, you know, and also like I just I've I've been a big hip hop fan from days, you know what I mean? I really it's all when I was a kid growing up, that's all all, all I listened to really. I were maybe a bit of garage or whatever, but apart from apart from that, I was just used to listen to just like just hip hop, you know what I mean? And like I uh, yeah, I was I was a dedicated fan for a long time, man. But I feel like you have a different grasp of whether it be words or a language. Do you, you said you had a love for it. Had that, was that something since you were little or is that something that you found like through writing or? No, it was, I, even when I was at school, I was like, I used, I was really bad at everything. But when it comes to like English language, yo, I was, I was a beast. I was getting, like, I was failing at everything else, but I was getting straight A's when it came to English. Like, I was just, you know what? I think I was just good at it. And, you know, if you're good at something and you find it easy, you kind of excel more in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I, but as far as, like, where my ideas come from, I'm not really sure. I never really, I never really thought about that before. I'm not really sure where this shit comes from, bro. <laughs> I feel like the shit is just... Right? Huh? It's weird though. It's real weird, man. I feel the shit's just kind of at this point ingrained in me. Like, yeah. I, like I won't even be I, even if I got nothing to write. I just rhymes will just come to my mind. You know what I mean? Like, and also like a lot of the time, I'll be just you know living normal life and just see something 
the ah, oh, it's like oh, I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reference that. Or oh, I like, I like the sound of that. Or oh, I like that word. Or oh, I like that little phrase. I like that saying. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I do, I do. Um, every time I got some ideas, I, you know, I, I write them down on the phone. So when it comes to go write a verse, a lot of the time I just have a load of ammo already there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm constantly, um, not deliberately thinking of ideas the shit is just coming to me in it were you always like were you always that way like when you were a kid when you loved rap were you rhyming were you was your brain like did that how your brain worked so i saw the first i I used to like make little make little uh demos or whatever with my boys and that but we weren't really the first time i knew that i could rhyme was i was just telling someone the story the other day I, uh, you heard of a rapper out here called Skinny Man? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, so Skinny Man, he was on an album. He did a feature on an album with um, an album called, uh, by two by uh, two artists called Mark B and Blade. Rest in peace, Mark B. It was Mark B and Blade. Uh, I think the album was called Unknown. And Skinny had a verse on there. And I would, I would, I would rap the, I would rap the, his verse word for word. And I was like, Man, if I know this shit word for word, I could just change the words and have my own verse. Do you know what I mean? And and really, it was from there that I was probably about sixteen or something like that. You know, we used to freestyle and shit when we were kids all the time, or whatever. But but when I you know thought, oh yeah, I can I can try this for myself, and and that's where it came from. Really, I just you, you used to know that verse word for word, and uh, I just switched out with my own words, and that that was it, really. Do you th- so? Do you think you found being like a, a rapper, an artist, or do you think you were born into it and it was like a predetermined thing that you were going to find? Uh, it's hard to say, man. I mean, I, I you know, the, the cool story would be like, yeah, I was born into it, but you know, it's, it's <laughs> shit. I don't, I don't know if you uh, do. You how do you feel about that? Like, do you? Um. I don't know. I don't think I was born into it because like no one, even like around me, no one was trying to be a rapper. No one was trying to like do music. I didn't have any, anyone around me who did music. Even when I was like, when I got into doing all like, you know, shit that you do when you're a young man and that, like I was going out, we were going to, we were going to like house raves. We weren't going to like hip hop shows. Mm -hmm. We were just getting mashed every weekend, going to house raves and like, that that's the scene that I was in. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like, it wasn't like we was even trying to do this. So, but I mean, on a spiritual way, in a spiritual way, I think so. I think are you, so. Are you spiritual? Are you like, I, I, you know what I'm trying to be, I, I'm, you know what I'm trying to be? Cause everyone around me is trying to be mad spiritual now. And I, and I realized the, that's mad you know, the, funny. Uh, Everyone around me is trying to be uh, mad spiritual. Is very uh, true. I think. That. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not even cussing spirituality, but it's a trend now, isn't it? Yeah. To be spiritual. 
It's a trend. It's a great trend. It can't, you know, can't. It, it's 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 a good thing for people to. No, you're right. With. You're one hundred percent right. Yeah. But you know, um, so you're t- <laughs> so if you don't feel it, you shouldn't force yourself into it. You know. No, no, you 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 know what? My girl's mad spiritual, and so she like there's like there's all sorts of crystals and shit in my house, bro. But, you know, we're talking about the DMT thing, like the shaman and that year, the year after it, I became very like trying to figure it out, trying to. And then it kind of fades away and you realize what really comes from it instead of just the like, to me, I thought I met Buddha, you know, Buddha told me to start the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what? Like, there's some great things that you can get out of spirituality. Like, you know, it's a great, great way of being and all that. But I just find that some people who kind of like veer too much on the whole spiritual side lose touch with the reality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think you have to be into because. When I think about life, I could be like, when I look back, there's a lot of paths that have led me to my point, this point and everything paid off. So I'm like, there has to be some divine plan that got me to this point. But on the other hand, you're a combination of everything that happens to you just realistically. So if all these things happen to you, of course, that's going to culminate into who you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I think it's a it's a mix of the two. I was with I was with a friend of mine the other day, and we make a lot of music together. And he was just saying like we were talking about like a similar thing, spirituality, and like um, he was going, "Oh, it's crazy that you know we've been placed on this earth at this same like look how look how many years there are, and there are going to be on the earth." Yeah, and it was like something has put us together at this sort of time to make this sort of music being this be living the same sort of decade you know what i mean and yeah. put us on the same paths and but then you know it oh uh, yeah it, it can't all be just our uh, random random happenings but then also like i don't really like to read into stuff that i can't have as facts you know what i'm saying yeah smoke dizza had a bar recently and I'm going to butcher it, but the sentiment was beautiful or it was like, once you stop trying to figure life out, it starts happening for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's something I'm because I'm, I'm 24 years old. So I have the like young twenties ego where it's like, I want to know, I do. I think I know everything, especially when shit starts going like, well, but then I realize, oh, no, that's holding me back, because if I really just become a real student to the universe, that's when I'll actually learn. Yeah, bro, I think, yeah, I, I, th- bro, I, th- I think that's very true. I think that's very true. Like, you know, when you're worrying about, but also like, you know, when you're young and shit, you're trying to figure it all out and you're trying to figure it all, all out fast. The older I get, the more I will say like, there ain't no rush for none, nothing like, you know, I feel like for me in my career, it would have been nicer if, you know, I I I would be at this stage 10 years ago. But then also 10 years ago, I were moving like this. I was a different person. So, you know, you, you've got to just take, be appreciative for what, what it is now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. All the shit that I learned over, over all this time, I, I'm happy to be here 
and like have have if I was if I had if I if I was in this situation ten years ago, I would have fucked it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. It's like, the years of the years, like when you're young, when you're 24, you're good, man. Like you got, you got all this time to figure shit out. Like, yeah, but yeah. also you want, yeah, I, I, I totally. But then in my mind, I'm the like, no, it's happened. Like, I gotta make it happen tomorrow, type shit. Bro, but, but you know what? That's that's still a great attitude to have, though. Because look, you're on your fucking 200th podcast in two years. Yeah. Like just by the numbers of how many, you know, that's that's insane in itself. You know what but I mean? It's funny how though, many, because how I many do, feel you, like do you how many do you do a week? Like what's the, I what's was the doing, like? I started off with one a week, yeah. and then I did three a week for over a year. That's a uh, lot, man. And now, because I'm a I'm a now that the world's opening back up and I've been able to go on tour with stand up, I do two a week, and then. I do stand up on top of that, but st- I feel lazy doing two a week sometimes. Really? But see, you have fifteen. Out- you're sitting on conservatively fifteen albums. So like, <laughs> yeah, bro. But you know, like, see, see you, you're doing the shit because you enjoy the shit in it. Same as me in it. I just enjoy yeah. doing the shit. Like, I like, I, I, you know, I never force it. I don't, you know, just when it is what it is. Just like. Well, you're having fun doing it, you know what I mean? That's the main thing. That's the main thing for me when I make music. Yeah, because you get to, we're talking about, and it keeps going full circle, but we're talking about the blind faith and how that got you to where you are now. Yeah. But it's funny because once you get to, for me, it's like I get to this point and it's like, well, let me start changing, even though I know the formula that works. What, what, what do you want to change up? It's so far. I I want to I want to get big, you know. Like I want to make more money. I want to get big. I want to <laughs> like, if we're being honest, like I shit. Like I, a lot of my money goes to me traveling. So like yeah. I spend a lot of money like in hotels on the road. So like this is like my mom's apartment. Like I'm yeah. in my mom's apartment right now. I hear you. And yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah. For people, it's so funny when people come up to me and say like, oh, I love what you're doing or, oh, you inspired me because it's like I'm still living out of my mom's apartment type shit. It's yeah. not, I need to get to past that point. That's right. So, so you know what's crazy? Like the, the thing is that whatever level we all get on, we're all chasing the next thing. Like when, when, when people come up to me and then, you know, they say similar shit. Oh, you know, you inspired me, you're doing blah, blah, whatever. All I'm thinking is, man, I need to be up there. I'm like not not anywhere where I need to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think, I think, you know, when you're chasing something, you're just chasing it forever. Like until you become like the chase. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just chasing it forever because, you know, there, there is no like, and only, only a certain amount of people get to really be at the top, top. So, you know, I feel like, if you're if you're in the arts, whatever it is, you're chasing it forever, man. And it it, it is the double edged sword because if you were content with what you're doing, you wouldn't want to grow. But if yeah, but if you're too hard on what you're doing, then you never want to put it out. So you have to find that like fine line. Well, bro, there's a there's a I don't know if you heard the project I've done with um, Buckwild. Yes, shout out Buckwild. He's yeah, shout out Buckwild. 
Yeah. Um, you just followed me on Instagram. I was very honored. <laughs> yeah, he's a G, man. Yo, I can't, yo, I can't, I can't sing his praises enough, man. It's been great working with him, man. We just started volume two. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're like two songs into volume two. I loved the artwork that you had for the repress of it, that painting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. beautiful, yeah. Yeah, that was um, that was a girl who I'd been speaking to for a while about doing some some uh, some sort of artwork and uh, and when when because what happened with that was um, there was some sort of drama with the first the first cover, so we had to get a second cover, and that's why uh, why we had to do that. So for the vinyl, we've been speaking about doing something for a while, and I thought, yeah, that was a perfect one, man. So she she did an oil painting um, of that, um, but yeah, we we just done. Uh, we just done two songs for the Buckwall shit, but what was what I was saying? Lost my train of thought. Um, on on the that album, there's a song called "The Process," and uh, featuring Lord Apex. Shout out to Apex. It's uh, it's um, it's got some American. I think it's American football or something. Some sort of sports sports player talking about. He he's learned to like enjoy the process more than the end result you know what i'm saying yeah so the process of doing whatever you're doing as long as you enjoy that more than you know whatever the end result may be you never really get disappointed and it's true and that's i think that's something i try to learn with everything in life is there's never an end goal to anything there's never like whether it be like self-help like the reason i meditate or like whether it be like dieting trying to be healthy or whether yeah like yeah work yeah or anything it's like you have to pick something that you enjoy the process not yeah, just like true. let me hope to get to the end goal yeah well because the, then the thing is once you get to the end goal then what exactly <laughs> it, yeah but then you're like everything everything that cool that happens you're like well what's the next thing what's the next thing yeah so, that's it man that's <laughs> it that's it like bro i used to think yo if i want once i got a tune with primo i'm good <laughs> but but i ain't looking at it like that now like that's just another another brick in the wall you know what i mean yeah shit the reason i started this podcast like not a big influence to me was a conversation I had with Conway back in like 2017. And I didn't know what, how it was going to culminate, whatever. And when I had Conway on the podcast, he used a clip of our podcast in a song and gave me like official credits. Oh, so like, sick. I'm like an official feature on a Conway track. And to me, I like, I couldn't even imagine that happening, yeah, but now sick, it's man. like, all right, but what, you know what I mean, though. It's yeah, like I, I thought yeah, that was yeah. gonna be the end goal, but no, because it's it's not. I wanna. I think in the end, and I was saying this in an interview, is like I want to be undeniable. Yeah, yeah. Like that's in the it, end, man. that's all I want is that no one can say that I didn't do it the right way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yo, bro. That's a great mindset to have, man. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. What are you? Are you smoking a joint? Are you? What do you? What do you roll up? I was smoking a backwood before. I had like we were shooting a video the other day, and I was we were shooting in some cigar shop, and I got some backwoods from there because we don't really have backwoods out here. Oh, that. that's so funny. I was about to be like, yeah, backwoods are you can get that anywhere. Here. Yeah, we don't have backwoods out here, so like 
I don't really smoke backwards, but I was in the cigar shop, so I was like, I copped some of them, but I'm smoking. How much, how much was the pack of backwards? 20 pounds, so that's like, that's <laughs> like, that's like 30, $35 or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. For five. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. But now I'm just smoking on some, uh, it's just some Kush, man. It's got a little, little Amazon Kush. Nice. But yeah. Yeah, I, I usually just smoke joints, you know. I just smoke. I'm. I used to backwards. Was I used to smoke ten backwards a day. Like I used to be oh, okay. crazy. So I actually, I'm no no blunt wraps. I just smoke papers. Yeah, yeah. We don't really smoke blunt wraps out here. Like the blunt wraps you can get here in the normal shops. You can buy them like by the singles, but they're shit, man. They're crap. They're just like some. They're not even real blunts. They're like some machine manufactured shit. It's not even proper tobacco leaf. So yeah, we don't really smoke blunts like that out here. It's so funny because I think I got like uh you get like certain um how my view of weed is out there is probably very different than what it actually is. Oh, we get good weed out here, bro. We get really good weed. Yeah. Yeah, why what do you think weed weed is like out here? I don't know. I went to this is so dumb, but whenever I've gone to Europe, the I've always had trash weed. It's always been trash. Yeah, I mean, I almost got arrested in Barcelona twice. <laughs> fucking, I tried sneaking weed into Sagrada Familia, which was just not. Yeah, a good yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to Sagrada Familia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't like me for that. <laughs> yeah, do you know? You know what? Like, because it's, at the end of the day, because it's illegal, you still got to know the plug. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's different. Out, you know, you were saying it's legalized there and. You know, but once you're once you're like in the in the weed network, yo, bro, we can get we get some great bud out here. You think it'll ever become legalized? Like, do you see a lane of dispensaries or? Ah, uh, shit, I don't know, man. I I mean, I hope so. I hope so. You know, now like you can get it. You like they are prescribing it medically here. Yeah. You know, people people who actually need it like that. And they're giving out more and more, more and more, um, more and more medical cards. I've got a few people who have got a couple of the medical cards. Um, so yeah, they, 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 they are. But you know, England's a weird place like that. You know, what I mean, there's, there's all sorts of reasons why they, they ain't trying to. I'm sure that like some of the, some of the, yeah, some of the people. I'm not really into politics like that, but I, like, there's some people who. Do you know about Theresa May? She used to be a, yeah. She, mm-hmm. yeah, she used to be a, I think her husband or whatever, he's got some, a hand in like the legal grow, uh, for, for like, um, you know, when they do experiments and all, all that shit and that's why yeah. they're growing. So like people like that, they're just making it hard for like people like us who just want to smoke in it. It's, it's a yeah. vested interest for them to just keep it locked and just make loads of money off their business at the moment rather than you know make it available to the masses so fuck knows bro i hope i hope it does but but well, also like is the thing when it got legal over here the prices skyrocketed because then the government had a hand in like control we'll see that's the thing if you get an ounce from a dispensary it's like 400 fucking dollars yeah it's a similar sort of price here but like, see, like I, like you can get good price. I mean, exotic, exotic, exotic. Like you can get street for like two hundred to two fifty. 
Okay, yeah, you know what? They don't call it exotic over here. You know what they call it? Oh. Cali. They, <laughs> exotic is just called Cali. Oh, they, really? That's yeah, so funny. Yeah, yeah. So really, you either got shit that's grown here or you got Cali. You is it expensive? Because I mean? it does have to... Bro, there's prices of Cali. It's fucking crazy. Like, you know, um, Cali maybe on like, you know, on a, on a street level, if you're not tapped in, It'll cost you maybe about four hundred pound an ounce, and that's right. like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. I mean, where we are, we pay probably about you know one hundred and eighty pounds. So that's maybe what three hundred dollars. Yeah. Three now three three fifty. Yeah, three hundred fifty dollars. That's how much an ounce will cost you if you just you know if you know a plug. Yeah, still expensive though. Yeah, man, especially if you smoke a lot. That's how I, I mean. I'm probably I'm. How much would you say you smoke? Shit, if it's just a no, if I'm busy and like I'm doing things, I might just smoke like five grams a day. Four, four yeah, five grams maybe. But if I'm like having a session or I'm in the studio and I'm with a bunch of people, I could smoke like a half half ounce in a day or two. Yeah. I, I'm at the same thing. Yeah, probably like an eighth to five grams normal. And then yeah. I can go, shit, if I'm at a show or something, it'll be wild. Yeah, yeah. I'm at a 38 special. My boy and I, I rolled up an ounce into 26 joints and we rolled and smoked the whole thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like smoking fat joints in it. I don't really like smoking skinnies. So I don't know, maybe like. Three, two, 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 three grams a, a spliff. That's that get me right. You had the torch. Do you dab? I do dab. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a normal lighter here as well. I got a normal lighter here, but it, it don't work too well. So I, I just like, picked up some new. It's funny. I'll end on this because we have been, but I have my. I just I I just won this bong. It was signed by DJ Mugs. I got to like. Wow. But I don't want to smoke out of it. It's a beautiful bong. But Yo, that, I, yeah, man. How, how did you win that? Well, it was mad funny. I was invited as like a guest to this dispensary opening that he was going to be at. And then I go up and he knew who I was, which was like, that was one yeah, of the crazy. Cool, like, I love mugs. And for him to yeah, be like, sick. he knew me. He was like, oh, shit, you're the comedian with the podcast. It yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, what the hell? And then because I went in, they gave me a free ticket, like to the raffle. Okay. And I won the I won the bong. It's oh. a raffle, even though I was yeah, that's sick. Also a guest. To it. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to bless that bong, man. Exactly. You got to you got to bless it. You got to bless it, man. <laughs> but man, thank you for doing this. This was awesome being able to talk. Yeah, no, yeah, no, bro. Thank you for having me on the show, man. It's uh as you can see, it's not like a normal. It's just a chill conversation. And when you come over here, we gotta smoke. Yo, for sure, for sure. So where, where, what, where you? You're Massachusetts. I'm in Massachusetts, but my podcast studio is in New York City. And I also, I basically, I can't. Oh, maybe I can. Oh, this is so funny. I've never done this before. This is my whole podcast setup. Oh, so literally, oh, okay, I, can, okay. <laughs> I can literally travel. Yeah. I travel all like I just flew to Miami and Philly and DC. I did pot Chicago and I did oh, podcasts sick. everywhere. Yeah. 
Bro, so yeah, I'm, when I come out there, I'm gonna definitely be in New York, man. It's gonna be like September time, but um, I, 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 I got your email now. I'll, I'll hit you back with like we'll exchange. Don't and I'm not gonna, to I'm not gonna ruin because again, I don't want to say it and then it fall through. But I might be going doing a tour of um, Europe. So if I'm in London, I'll definitely hit you up. What's that comedy or podcast? It's going to be a rap tour that I'm doing comedy on. and like Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, bro. If you're in London, definitely shout me. I 100% will. But um, yeah. September 1st is when you, where you can get White Girl Wasted. Is that your September next release? September 1st. Is that, your next, is that your next release? No, nah, no. Nah. So before that, I got... Um, uh, I did No Visible Means of Income with Giallo Point. So I've got volume two coming out of that. Oh, wow. I loved the first yeah. one. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Yeah. That's, that's coming out. Um, I just spoke to Tough Kong about 10 minutes before we hopped on this podcast and uh, we were just fixing up a date, but it'll probably be like end of June, start of July. Okay. Wow. With some vinyl, with some that's vinyl awesome. Well. Yeah, man. So just staying busy, but yeah, bro, if you're in London, you shout me and appreciate you having me on the podcast, man. Of course. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you later. Peace. Peace.